Hi, folks, and welcome to the Sioux Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Geis. Now, today on the program, we have Dr. Carl Elke. Dr. Elke is a certified physician's assistant at Avera Medical Group University Psychiatry Associates in Sioux Falls. He originated the Avera Farm and Rural Stress Hotline. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us today, Dr. Elke. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. To begin with, we talk about mental stress just in general. I mean, stress and agriculture, like, yeah, come on, they always go together. But there's more to it than just stress a lot of times, wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. I, I think one of the things that people don't oftentimes realize is a lot of us have the ability to go to a job and then we get in our pickups or our cars and we're able to leave that job daily basis. We get to go home and kind of, I guess, decompress per se from that job. Farmers, ranchers, that job is always basically right in front of their face. They never get to walk away from it because uh, if they did, bad things would happen. Crops wouldn't get grown, animals wouldn't get fed, watered, all those different things. So never being able to kind of walk away from that stress every morning when you wake up and seeing a blizzard or seeing a drought, you know, all of those things really start to impact one's ability to handle those things on top of all the other stressors that everyday people even have, whether it's relationship issues, financial concerns, family issues, all of those things are also wrapped up in there. And a lot of times I say, the more you peel back the layers, there's certainly more things there than just the farm or the ranch. And people start to realize that it certainly makes them come to terms with the fact that they could potentially use some help just like any of us need once in a while. So what do you feel are the biggest stressors affecting producers right now? Uh, I think some of the biggest stressors we're seeing is just the huge uncertainty with what's going on in our times. We've gone over the last, you know, I started the farm stress hotline more in response to kind of the blizzards and the floods that kind of took place in 1819. Guys losing herds of calves, unprecedented uh, prevent plant acres in our area, flooding on the Niobrara, the Missouri, uh, you know, all these things got confounded right about that time. Throw in some tariffs with China, supply issues now with COVID, wrap a pandemic in there, and next thing you know, you've just got this perfect storm for mental health issues to take place. If, as you look at things now, it's the it's that fear of could supply chain issues render themselves even more problematic going forward. We already hear that food shelves are still empty in places. A lot of concerns with uh, on the ag side, fertilizer prices, chemical prices, you know, all those different things. How are guys going to be able to, you know, we're in the middle of a drought. How are the ranch guys going to be able to get enough hay because it's hardly feasible to pay for $200 a ton hay that comes out of Missouri and Kansas to ship it all the way up here. That's We don't want to see these herds being sold. These are herds that folks have grown for generation. They know every single cow by the hair on their ears or the cut on their face. And we don't want to see those herds have to be sold. And there's still a lot of fear that that could still happen. Obviously, this would compound a lot of factors together to make mental illness something that would not be very uncommon. I mean, how common do you see mental illness in situations like this in farmers and ranchers? If you look at mental illness as a whole, uh, you know, we'll say anywhere from you know, one in three to one in four people can be diagnosed with a mental illness at some point in time in their life. One of the biggest concerns I saw when we kind of started the Farm Stress Hotline, we weren't really seeing that demographic in our hospitals or in our clinics. I knew with just the stressors I was having, I, I still farm on the side. I'm a former cow-calf guy. I don't have cattle anymore, but I still do row crops. Just how hard harvest was in 2018. I mean, we were falling through ice, getting stuck. I mean, crops were, it was just a mess. And I've tried calving in an ice storm. I mean, I know how miserable it is. 
And we just weren't seeing that demographic of folks in the hospital and the clinic. So we wanted to kind of reach out to those folks and know, hey, you know, there's somebody that can kind of has an idea where you where you're coming from and try to make that starting that conversation just a little bit easier because there's still a huge amount of stigma with mental health, especially in the agricultural sector. That's a very important point to bring up for sure. So what are some of the signs that you might see from a producer that would tell you that that he's struggling with problems in mental health? You know, if we're looking at a man or a woman that could be struggling with depression or anxiety, we kind of look at some some core symptoms. Uh, Sleep is kind of one of the bigger ones. A lot of times people just assume that these folks are sleeping 22, 23 hours a day. In essence, that's not really what we see. These folks are so enamored by the stress that they have, the fear, the worry. How are they going to pay the bills? How are they going to provide for their family? They're not getting sleep at night. They're praying for sleep at night, but sleep just won't come. So you hear these folks talk about an inability to sleep, kind of maybe not taking care of themselves, not doing the things that they used to be doing, not taking care of their farmstead as well. There might be a seat in the high school gym where every single night, so-and-so is sitting at a basketball game, you know, all of a sudden that seat is vacant. Things have been a little different, obviously, with COVID. We haven't been able to do as many things. Folks, you know, maybe this producer's not going to coffee or maybe this producer's not, you know, playing golf on a certain night, um, playing basketball, you know, for pickup games or something. But those are things that COVID has changed. But still, those are kind of some soft signs that a person will see. A lot of times I'll hear from a spouse or a family member, maybe this person is, is not eating as well. You know, those pants are hanging a little loose on the hips. They move a belt loop over or something like that. Of course, the biggest concern that we have across in psychiatry in general is if that person is having any thoughts of harming themselves. And if they mention that, that's obviously, you know, that's a medical emergency. We want to make sure that we intervene with that to try to help them obviously avoid that detriment. So if you see somebody exhibiting some of these signs, What can you do as an individual? The biggest thing I tell people is feel confident in asking those questions. How's that person doing? A lot of people are afraid to ask if a person is suicidal, you know, or are they having thoughts of hurting themselves? Uh, The fear is always, John wasn't having thoughts of hurting himself. And then when I ask him, now he's going to go hurt himself. That's completely untrue. There's no evidence-based data that shows talking to a person about their self-harm thoughts or or suicide makes them suicidal or induces them to harm themselves and self in, in some way. But it's the conversation that a lot of people have a significant amount of trepidation starting. So a lot of times what I've you know tried to induce to folks is let that person know that they're not alone because that's what they feel. There's a lot of autonomy in ranching and farming in general, whether you're on a horse by yourself, you're out checking fence by yourself, you're in a tractor by yourself, but you don't have to go through mental health issues by yourself. And that's what we've tried to really push forward with this campaign. And with the campaign, could you elaborate a little bit more about this hotline? So our, our hotline started probably early 2019. It's kind of a four-pronged hotline. Uh, It's manned 24 hours a day. It's 100% uh, confidential and free. We have trained assessment counselors uh, that will answer the phone at any time. They're able to triage that call uh, and then coordinate with that person where they might be, where they're willing to get help. A lot of folks aren't comfortable getting help in their hometown because... They go to basketball games with their primary care provider. They know they know the pharmacist in town. Would they be willing to maybe be seen virtually, like through telemedicine or on the phone? Or you know, would they be willing to go to a town maybe you know a few miles down the road that would have some access to some psychiatry services? We're also integrated with the 211 helpline, which the state of South Dakota just got a wonderful grant uh, through coronavirus through the USDA uh, to start uh, what's called the 605 Strong Hotline. So that hot, well, it's not really a hotline. It's a 
that program has vouchers available for producers to get assistance with individual therapy. Uh, they can get help with uh, medication costs. Uh, they can get help with costs that they might incur with transportation to get to an appointment. That program, like I said, just got up and running probably in the last month or two. But that's folks can reach out through the Avera uh, Farm Stress Hotline. They can call 211 directly. They can also call the SDSU Extension to get hooked up with that program, which is wonderful. That's something you know we obviously had didn't have in the you know in the infancy of of our program, uh, but it's now something that you know another fear that producers have is okay, I think I need help. I've identified I'm willing to get some help, but how am I going to pay for this? We're already struggling financially. So now we have a program that can even help with some of those concerns, which is absolutely wonderful. So if guys are looking into this and think, maybe this is something I'd like to be a part of uh, getting help through, how do they find it? Multiple different ways. You can call 211 directly. You can call the Avera Farm Stress Hotline, which is 1-800-691-4336. They can also call the SDSU Extension. Any of those avenues will get them hooked up uh, with some of the help that they're looking for. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Elke, for taking the time to talk about this very important issue with our listening audience. No problem. Appreciate you having me and appreciate all the work you guys are doing as well. Well, thank you very much. And thank you to our listening audience. Y'all take care, folks. 